Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, November 1st. This is Elena Neal-Sachs with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Following their NWSL championship win, the Portland Thorns will host a rally this evening at Providence Park to celebrate. The rally will start at 6 p.m. Stadium gates will open to fans at 5.30. The event is free to attend and open to the public. If you're so inclined, you can purchase food, beverages, and NWSL championship merch inside the stadium. Thorns players will speak at the rally along with team leaders and some members of the community. If you'd like more information, check out thornsfc.com. The entire event will also be live-streamed on the Thorns website. This week, our Beat Check podcast features two interviews by investigative reporter Rob Davis about the Oregonian's latest investigative project, Publishing Prejudice. The project is an in-depth look at the Oregonian's history of racism, dating back to 1861. On the podcast, Rob speaks with Vicki Nakashima, whose father Ted wrote a searing piece for the New Republic in 1942 about his experience in a World War II-era prison camp. Not long after Ted's story was published, the Oregonian sent a young reporter to an Oregon prison camp. The story was inaccurate and xenophobic, downplaying the horrors of the camp, and even saying, quote, a vast majority seemed to consider their detention a vacation. In the second half of the episode, Rob talks to Zachary Stocks, the executive director of the Oregon Black Pioneers. Because of the way the state government is organized, Oregon's next governor could have a lot of power over how schools address institutional racism and teach about gender and sexual orientation, and to what extent schools support their LGBTQ students. The current state education standards mandate schools teach about gender identities and sexuality, but these standards have been met with pushback from conservative groups, as is happening throughout the country. The Oregonian asked all three candidates for governor how they would direct schools to approach teaching about race, gender, and sexuality. Republican Christine Drazen said she believes schools have an obligation to educate students about every facet of American history and to ensure they feel safe and welcome at school, but, quote, political agendas have no place in the classroom. Democrat Tina Kotek said she would strongly support the protections that are already in place for LGBTQ students and students of color, and would speak out against any policies that would undermine existing practices. Unaffiliated candidate Betsy Johnson said she would strive to keep culture wars and politics out of Oregon schools while respecting the rights of local parents and teachers to decide what is best for kids in their communities. Downtown Portland's historic Central Library reopens today after a three-month closure. The library closed to the public on August 1st and reopens today with a revamped outdoor terrace, new service desks, and other behind-the-scenes additions. Today marks the end of the first renovation phase for the library, though a second phase is set to begin this spring. The library will be closed again during that time, potentially for six months or longer. The second round of renovations will include tearing up the building's old, faded carpet, fixing stonework around the library, and constructing an all-gender restroom on the main floor. The Central Library is open from 12 to 8 p.m. on Tuesdays, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Wednesdays, and 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.